0: hello and welcome to eyes on success a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss i'm nancy goodman Torpey. and i'm pete Torpey.
1: as many blind travelers know no matter how proficient you may be with a cane there are just some obstacles that a cane isn't going to pick up So this week, we'll be talking about a device that was designed specifically
0: to tackle that problem. We'll speak with Diego Mendoza, head of business development at Sunu Corporation, about how the Sunu band, worn around one's wrist, can provide tactile feedback to help avoid such obstacles. But first, for our tip of the week. This week's tip comes from Diego Mendoza.
2: I have a lot of tips, actually. I would love uh, to share one that I learned a couple of days ago, which is in order for you to get to a specific goal, you need to concentrate your focus on that goal rather than doing a lot of activities, we could call it, because that, that gets you away from the goal. Basically, focus is, is, is everything.
1: Basically, what you're saying is to stay focused on your goal and don't get distracted.
2: Yeah, exactly. Great.
0: And I gather that Sunu is focusing its current efforts on continuing to develop and improve and market the Sunu band.
2: Yes, that, that is absolutely correct. We have that goal in mind and the entire company uh, focuses on mainly customer experience and user experience because that's how we are able to perfect a product that might be already out there, but we still have the option of getting it 10 times better.
1: Great. Cool. There have been many systems proposed and tried out over the years for using sonar in various ways to augment Cane travel and what a blind person can sense from their environment around them. And it seems like not many of them caught on, although these days the technology has improved a lot. The devices have become smaller and take less power, so they last longer on batteries. And this Sunu device seems to be a device that really has something special to offer. So we'll be hearing more about that and what distinguishes the Sunu device from some of the other previous similar devices.
0: You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, success, success,
2: success, success.
0: Let's start by meeting Diego and learning about the history of Sunu Corporation.
2: My name is Diego Mendoza. I handle uh, business and partnerships here at SUNU. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys. Thank you so much for, for having me.
0: Uh, thank you. So I'm curious. SUNU seems to have headquarters in both Boston, Massachusetts, and Guadalajara, Mexico. Where are you?
2: I'm in Guadalajara, actually. Yes.
1: So the SUNU bed we'll talk about a little later on. But in the meantime, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been with the company and how long the company's been around?
2: I started out in January of of last year. I uh, was a part of the business development team and actually Sunu started on a not so uh, established way since 2013. That's when uh, one of our co-founders was doing an internship, actually. He's a, he's a mechatronics engineer, and he did an internship at a blind school here in, in Guadalajara. That's where he's from as well. And that's where the idea was created, to develop something, uh, to increase independence and mobility, of course, uh, to specifically at that time, children. And do you yourself
0: have a visual impairment?
2: No, I, I myself am sighted, yes.
0: And how did you get into the field of access technology?
2: It's always been my interest and uh my passion to do something greater than just a you know a job or or work and I actually came across a job posting explaining what I would be doing and, of course, who I would be working with. And that definitely caught my attention. I immediately begged everyone at the company, mainly the the co-founder, to be a part of this huge project.
1: Well, that sounds like it must be a very rewarding position.
2: It is, it is. Yeah, uh, I'm actually uh, quite happy uh, with the job that I do and with the work that Sunu does, because it's not just uh, something that you could call a transaction. We're we're actually serving uh, needs, not not just comfort. So that's one of the goals of the company, not just to make something uh, to help people, but to actually change their lives.
0: Support for Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Find out
1: more about partnership opportunities by sending an email to hosts at
0: eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is the Sunu Band Navigation Aid.
1: So today, we wanted to mostly focus on the Sunu band, which you people have developed and distribute. Can you give us a quick overview of what the Sunu band is and what its function is?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, the Sunu band uh, was created, and the why of the Sunu band is obstacle detection and, uh, of course, the understanding of, of the user's uh, surroundings. So, the Sunubent has a sonar uh, sensor that allows the user to receive haptic feedback, and that's how the user would interpret how close or how far objects are.
1: So, a blind person walking around should be able to tell through this tactile vibration feedback if they might be walking into something pretty soon or if there's something they should avoid.
2: Exactly. There's a range on the sensor of up to 15 feet. Uh, You do have, of course, the option of customizing that, uh, depending on how much feedback you want to get. But yes, there's also a, we could call it an interpretation of, of the vibrations. A constant vibration, constant strong vibration would mean that there's something in front of you, literally in front of you, and as you walk away or as you uh, move away from, from that uh, object or, or that person, the vibrations should either decrease, gradually decrease, or stop if, if you have a clear path in front of you.
0: So I gather this is used in conjunction with a white cane?
2: That's correct. We do not replace the white cane or a guide dog. This is actually a mobility aid And we focus on helping and uh, giving more awareness uh, to the user for the upper body. So we protect the head, we protect the upper body, uh, but we do not replace the white cane. And there's no way for a user to only use a sunu band and interpret if there are obstacles, um, ground level, we call that.
0: So the band goes on your
2: wrist? Yeah, that's correct. You would wear it as any other watch, and you would align the sensor to your thumb. Uh, that's actually one of the one of the this, uh, design features. Uh, it gives you the opportunity to uh, be as free with your hand as possible, so you can twist your wrist uh, to the left or to the right, and you can easily scan whatever's in front of you, and will, of course, give you a better idea of where would be a a clear path to start working towards.
1: Well, this sounds like a good compliment to a cane, because after all, a cane catches everything on the ground. It'll find steps and walkways and pathways. But when you talk about obstacles at your upper body or head level – I've run into a number of those things, signs or things hanging out of a wall, tree branches, and it would be nice to know where those things are. So I can understand how this device could be quite useful, even if you're using a cane and quite
0: proficient with using a cane. Exactly. You know, Pete's been using a white cane for several decades and he's really good with it. But I've seen situations where something is sticking out from the side of a building at head height or a tree branch is just the wrong height. And the consequences aren't usually pretty. So this would be a great addition to the amount of information he can get from his, just using the cane.
2: Yes, exactly
1: so perhaps you can give our listeners a physical description of this device that's worn around the wrist, presumably on the hand that's not using the cane?
2: That's correct. The Sunuband would be used, that's what we recommend, on the opposite hand of where you would use your Y-Cane or where you would have your guide dog, uh, and that's mainly because of the amount of feedback that you will be receiving. Uh, we don't want confusion of whether you're getting feedback from the cane or from the band, So that's the the main reason why we advise uh, everyone to use it on the opposite hand that it doesn't matter if it's left or right, just use it on the free hand. Okay.
1: Okay. So I have this strapped on now. What does it look like?
2: It's only one design and it has two buttons. It would be very discreet. So, it's actually described as a band some other similar products for uh fitness might be uh similar to this and it only has uh you know the sensor a little on top of the of the texture on the touch pad uh that aligns to the thumb and the reason is uh, whenever you're wearing long sleeves, that allows you to have the sensor outside of your, of your sleeve, of course.
0: That's more important in Boston than in Guadalajara. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: So it essentially looks like a wristwatch or one of these fitness devices, but the sensor must somehow come onto your thumb so that the sonar can actually do its job.
2: Exactly. It would be more like a, like a fitness band. And so th- there's actually no, no screen or anything. It's just a touch pad and the two buttons in order for you to navigate through its features. Uh, and the only thing that would stand out a bit more would be the the sensor.
1: And what is the function of the two buttons?
2: So you have the home button, which is to turn on the Sunu band, or to go to a standby mode. It also has, of course, some other features that come with the app. That would be entering a menu so that you can access the other uh, GPS features on on the home button. And the other button uh, serves as the obstacle detection button. So even if you don't pair the Sunuband with your phone, you will still get... Uh, the full uh, benefits of the obstacle detection by clicking on the Navigate button.
0: So you mentioned that it interacts with GPS functions. How
2: does that work? Yes, exactly. As I had mentioned before, the Sunupen was created mainly for obstacle detection, but since its release in November of 2017, A lot of new updates and features have been added to the Sunuband. Now, of course, you get the Sunuband and you also get a free mobile app that allows the user to pair the Sunuband with the phone. And that way, you would be accessing navigation features. You would be accessing the compass of the Sunuband. You would be accessing a pedometer which will give you, of course, more feedback as to how active you are every day. It will give you a phone finder feature as well, and it will give you a haptic watch.
0: Oh, so that's great. You get the navigation, obstacle detection, but you also get to use this same device for many smartwatch features. Exactly. Well, that's handy. So you talked about the first button
1: that enables you to turn the device on and off and also access various menus through the application on the phone. And the second button was used for navigation. Can you tell us about these navigation functions?
2: Of course. Actually, we we have always been working on the user experience. So right now, if you double-click on the Home button, you will access a menu on which you will have the option of accessing the compass or uh, what we call the place finder. So the place finder allows you to receive feedback that would be either places around you or you lift your hand and you point it into any direction. And if you're on the explore feature, you would be getting through voice feedback, of course, the places around you. So let's say you lift your hand and you point it to whatever's in front of you and you might receive feedback from the app telling you that there's a cafe in front of you or, or that there's a shopping mall to the right. That That's one of the features. Uh, you also have a where am I feature that comes through the app. So let's say that you are a little disoriented on the street and you want to understand exactly where you are. You click that and it will give you the exact Street address over your standing. So let's say uh, you use that feature, you would be getting a user. You are at 123 Main Avenue, uh, city, state, and zip code.
1: Oh, that's very nice. It's almost like having a sighted assistant coming along with you on your journey.
2: Exactly. You also enable the feature of navigation simply navigation so you can go to go from point a to point b and the goal is of course inclusive navigation within a walkable distance of course but you you would be getting uh, directions to let's say uh that cafe that's around the corner from your house and those are the the main features right now this is actually a great timing because right now we're working on the sunu app We could call it the 2.0, which will allow everyone, even if you don't have a Sunu band, to access all these features. And, of course, the good part about it is that the Sunu band will be fully integrated with the Sunu app. So that way you can enter, you know, the obstacle detection mode. But as soon as you jump into navigation, you will also be able to access all the features through the Sunu band. So you you will not have to take out your phone at all. Everything will be inclusive from the Sunu band.
1: Oh that's handy because sometimes it's just a little bit of a pain when you're wandering around with a cane and maybe a shopping bag to keep pulling your phone out of your pocket and entering another mode or making another selection.
2: Exactly. That's what we're working on right now. It's actually Uh, Already on beta version for Android, we we expect it to be released for iOS in the next couple of weeks as well. Uh, But yes, thank you for asking, man.
0: According to the Sunu Band website, that updated app was released after we conducted this interview, but before we're airing this episode. So it's been released now. So does this
1: integrate with
0: the Google Maps system or
1: Apple Maps system, or is this your own special navigation mapping system?
2: It does integrate uh, with Google Maps, actually. So everything that's registered on, on Google Maps will be displayed on the Suno app as well.
1: And what about this second button that you said can be used for navigation? What, what is its specific function?
2: The main function is obstacle detection. So you would click on that button and you would automatically go to obstacle detection. Uh, By default, the Sunu Band has an indoor mode setting. So you would be getting less feedback. But let's remember that the Sunu Band has a touchpad on top of your wrist, of course. And if you swipe towards the sensor, you would be getting... Well, you're already in indoor, but if you swipe towards the sensor, you would be getting the indoor mode. And if you swipe away from the sensor, you would be automatically getting the outdoor mode, which would mean a lot more feedback for when you're outdoors.
1: Oh, so it's easy to switch modes for your particular environment.
2: Exactly. You would just need to double tap on the touchpad and you would select, you know, between indoor and outdoor mode. Uh, There are also some other shortcuts of the Sunu Band on these buttons. For example, if we press and hold for three seconds on the Navigate button, you can turn off or turn on the voice feedback from your phone. And if you press and hold for three seconds on the Home button, you will get the Phone Finder feature activated.
1: Oh, and this will cause your phone to emit a sound if you're looking for your phone I take it
2: exactly let's say that you uh, put your phone on the table and someone came and cleaned that table and they move it to the other side you just press the, the home button for three seconds press and hold for three seconds and your phone should either depending on, on how you have it of course it should start either vibrating or, or beeping in order for you to find it more easily of course
1: so between these buttons and the touch sensor on the device, you have nearly complete control right on your wrist of all the functions.
2: Yes. And the idea, as, as I mentioned, uh, with, with the new Sunu app, everything should be controlled from the band. So there will be no need for the user to uh, take out their phone. They will simply do everything from the Sunu band.
1: Now, I take it none of the feedback from the phone comes through the band. One should be wearing Bluetooth or bone conduction headphones while they're wandering around town. Is that right?
2: That's correct. All of the voice features come through the phone. So, yes, we do recommend uh, if, if the user is uh, more active uh, outdoors to use uh, either bone conducting headphones or well, something similar, so that they can, of course, still hear uh, the background noises as well.
0: And you actually have an option on your web page where people can purchase both the Sunu Band and a pair of bone conduction headphones in a bundle.
2: Yes, that's correct. Actually, um, we we um, approached and we actually succeeded with a uh, partnership. There's, there's another company that's called Aftershocks, and they were uh, the ones that uh, provided the bone-conducting headphones. So we thought that would be a cool bundle for, for our end users.
1: And bone conduction headphones are particularly good for blind people navigating and relying on voice feedback because your ears aren't plugged up with anything and you can hear all the sounds of your environment, pedestrians, cars, etc.,
2: Yeah, that's correct. You use the bone conducting headphones and you still hear the voice feedback, but they leave your your ears open to background noises while you're on the street.
1: What can you tell us about the battery life of the device and charging the device?
2: So the Sunuband has a micro USB charger, Of course, rechargeable. So if you're constantly using the Sunu band, you would be getting three or four hours of constant use. And let's say that you were to use it only when you're moving from point A to point B. Let's say that you're going from home to work and uh, and work to home. It it would last you two, three, four days. It would depend uh, on how constant the use of the Sunu band is. It it depends a lot on the user.
0: Right. Okay. I have one more question. Where did the name Sunu come from?
2: Wow, great question. Yes. Not a lot of people ask that. (laughs) The word Sunu is actually... Kind of a shortened, more uh, sweet uh, and, you know abbreviation for the word sunun, which is a word that comes from uh, you know it's it's prehispanic uh, language here in Mexico, but it actually means hummingbird cute <laughs> yes, so basically, sunu would mean hummingbird and I don't know, well, you, you might now associate the logo of the company because that's actually uh, kind of a minimalistic version of a, of a hummingbird as well.
0: Oh, how nice. Yes. Very positive thought. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 Now, for this week's final item, how to learn more about the Sunu band and how to contact the folks at the Sunu company.
1: So if people are interested in finding out more about the Sunu band or purchasing one, where would you send them?
2: I would send them to sunu.com. That's s-u-n-u.com, And that will give them, of course, more information. Uh, regarding the Sunubent and that's where they would be able to purchase one if they were uh, interested in getting it.
0: And do you have a phone number or email address for people who have specific questions?
2: Uh, Yeah, of course. So we have a toll-free number, 877-747-9677. And email? Email would be hello at sunu.com.
0: Oh, how cute. (laughs) Do you have a social media presence as well?
2: Yeah, we do have a Facebook page, Twitter account, Instagram. Everyone should be able to find us if they type in on their web browser, Sunu Inc.
1: And as usual, you can find all of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. I also want to remind people that after doing this show for almost 10 years now, we have nearly 500 episodes in our archives. And you can go to our website and either look at shows organized by the year they came out, or more conveniently, you can use the search feature on the main page for our website to search for shows by show number, topic, keyword, etc. So if you're interested in a particular topic... For example, we've done many shows on navigation and getting around with canes, guide dogs, and navigation apps, etc. And if you put the word navigation or mobility into that search field, you'll be presented with just the shows that match those search terms. So you don't have to look through all 500 episodes to find what you want. But anyway, we have all of those shows up there along with the show notes and the resources associated with each show and a summary of each of those shows. So check it
0: out. That's it for show number 2019. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about using Band in a Box with JAWS scripts. Band in a Box is a very powerful tool for creating and sharing music and adding backing tracks to whatever you're able to play with one instrument at a time. And we'll speak with Tobin Frank from PG Music, who developed this tool, and with Pete, our very own Pete, who wrote the JAWS scripts that enables it to be used quite seamlessly with a screen reader. So that should be a fun show, and I hope you'll join us for that. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman-Torpey and Peter Torpey and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive
1: of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net.